in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by art and heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Eric. So we got a pretty big release this week on uh, HBO Max, also in the theaters for those of you who go to the theaters anymore, I guess. (laughs) They're still out there right now. They're coming back. They're still out there. (laughs) All right. So we're going to review the movie. We've got topics of discussion that we're going to go over. Uh, we're going to rate the movie with our with our Reels rating system. And after all is said and done, we're going to have some uh, movie news. What do you think of that, Ryan? Awesome. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, cool. Okay. Currently at 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, starring Ugh. Denzel Washington, <laughs> Rami Malek, uh, Jared Leto, directed by John Lee Hancock. This is The Little Things. Something I gotta know. How's a guy with the best clearance rate in the department work 15 years without a promotion? Maybe I didn't go to the right church. When I look in your eyes, what I see, it ain't good. He knew all the details, but he wasn't within 10 miles of the killing. Why is that? Why is that? How's the trunk space? All right. Uh, summary. Our, our favorite uh, short summaries from IMDb. Oh, yeah. uh, I think th- this is probably my favorite. Have you seen this? <laughs> no. Have you I seen guess, it? No? I guess, okay. I want to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Two cops track down a serial killer. That's it. That's it. I love it. <laughs> uh, obviously, there's obviously there's more to that, but yeah, that's, I guess that's it's basically that's little basically thing it. in the description, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's basically it, though. Um, so, shit. <laughs> yeah. so uh, the trailer, Ryan. Uh, w- you saw it. What did you think when you saw it? Uh, I got. I, I like the trailer. Actually, I got pretty pumped up. Uh, I was like, "All right, cool. We got a nice drama going. It's got Denzel, Rami Malek, Jared Leto. Like, it's, it's got a banging cast. And I, and you know, it's been a while. Denzel doesn't usually do any floppers, so why not? Yes, agreed. I was all over the trailer. Loved it. It looked like it might be like another cool, like Science of the Lambs type of epic sort of movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that was getting like a seven type of vibe, or like a, yeah, yeah, one yeah. Of those good thriller throwbacks. Yeah, classic Denzel looking like classic Denzel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, and after watching the movie, what'd you think? Did did that meet your expectations or no? Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, like, wow, talk about dropping the ball. Like, just, I I couldn't believe the the just fumble at the end. Like, it was was going, and and then it just started. It just started. Like, it was just bad, (laughs) like, so much. Yeah, it's going up, then it went downhill. 
Yeah, yeah, like the stock exchange lately, like a lot of ups and downs, nothing consistent, yeah. like totally, yeah, like kind of all over the place. I, I was into half the movie. The first half, I was, you know, it, it felt like uh, a little classic 90s detective storyline, you know, with uh, yeah. some, some smart ass characters and police people. And uh, but uh, yeah, yeah I agree. right. Exactly. Like there, it was a good like it felt like a good warm up. Like you were there, you were you were getting involved with everybody. You you kind of understood the cops and, and you knew yeah. where everybody was at. Yeah, it, it seemed like they made it out to be a bigger story than it than it actually was. At least judging by the trailer, the trailer looked like sort of like this big epic sort of story, right? And it didn't turn out to be so. It, it, yeah. it went a little slow too. And I think that's more on how the movie was made because th- this could have been a big story because it was a lot of freaking killings, but they kind of like just yeah. downplayed it as just another case, you know, like. Like, yeah. come on, like, where's, where's the, the, you know, the guts behind it and everything, you know? But, yeah, it, yeah, it, it definitely seemed incomplete. I mean, I still had a lot of questions after yeah. the movie was over. It, it, it didn't answer a lot of things, but. Yeah, exactly. It, it really just doesn't, it, it seemed like it wanted to be smarter than what it really was. And then it right. realized it wasn't that smart. And then it's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they couldn't figure out, okay, now what? We got this far, now what? Yeah. <laughs> Like, how about aha. this? Like, how about aha? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even an aha, right? Nothing. Yeah, no, not even that, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> best character. Ryan, who did you feel was the best character of this movie? Uh, well, okay, I'll say even this. Even the acting, hands, hands down, great job all around. But for me, uh, the best character that I liked seeing throughout the whole movie was Detective Baxter. Like, I loved his growth through the whole movie. You get introduced to him as, like, this cocky, know-it-all detective. And then Jim Baxter, like, Rami, sorry, Jim Baxter, Rami Malek, right? Yes, Rami Malek doesn't let down again. He's just a phenomenal actor. I love his work. And uh, he really plays the, the hell out of this detective. You really buy into him. And you can see that, you know, he is a part of him. Like, it doesn't seem... Like you can tell a good actor when it doesn't seem that they're acting because it's so difficult to pull that off on screen. And Rami just seems to do that with every character. I think he's totally believable with whoever he plays. I think Rami Malek was definitely being Rami Malek. It, it was very Mr. Robot type of a guy with a little bit more of a pizzazz to him, a little bit yeah. more oomph, right. which, which I, I like too. Um, I, I could understand if some people didn't because he was a little, I guess, in the same way that you like Rami Malek being sort of Mr. Robot. Some people might be turned off by that because it's sort of like the same same, same character. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get but, it. But yeah, I, I personally, I did like his performance as well. Um, as for me, I, th- I think it's got to be like Denzel. It's Joe Deacon, I think. Yeah. Uh, he commanded attention. He gave a great Denzel performance. Um, you can help but pay attention whenever he, he was on the screen. Totally, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I was totally engaged whenever he was doing his stuff. And I, I wish I wish they gave him more to do, though. I, yeah, I see, thinking, that was my thing. It seemed like he, he was supposed to be the star, but he played like a supportive character during the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? it seemed that way. Yeah. That's why I couldn't get it. To him, I like the whole Baxter, like, this guy has to learn from the old cop that was, you know, right. he just heard gossip about, you know, and I thought right. that was a good play. But yeah, yeah you're right. Was... Denzel, though, was 
lives up to Denzel in this movie. Yeah, we we even had a classic Denzel meltdown in the interrogation room. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and that was great. That was, yeah. I mean, just just the emotion this guy carries and he can pull on screen with just the way he acts is just masterful. Yes, yes. I, like I said, though, I just wish he was more of a of a driving force, which didn't seem like he was. Yeah. In the story, right? Right. In the story altogether. Right. I mean, it just seemed, yeah, because in the beginning he's kind of supportive. And then at the end, it tries, it seems like they give him more to do, like, oh, we got to put him more in now all of a sudden. I don't know. It just seemed really thrown together awkwardly. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Like the actors were the right people who needed to be, but they weren't like, you know, put in the right role based on story, I think, or something. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Makes sense. Worst character. Uh, for me, I thought it was Albert Sparma. Sparma, right? That's his name. Yeah, Sparma. Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, not not because of his performance, because you know usually he he goes a little over the top. Um, right. With this, with this, it made sense that you know he sort of goes over the top. But he's a little seemed, kooky, right? Yeah, yeah. It seems sort of so, sort of like a waste since there was no real conclusion to this character you know it's like yeah and i agree i agree yeah exactly that's a great point see because for me there 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 was no bad character i just think the characters were used poorly and yes. and, and yes. like you're saying like yeah i would have loved to have gotten a little darker with the jared leto character and seeing like how creepy this guy could be it seemed like we just kept getting teased by it little by little never got a yes yes exactly no 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 real payoff uh, there's no, was there really, there's no really backstory on him. Just he's this creepy guy basically, that right? knows cop stories really well. Apparently, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then was it even him that did the killings? I mean, that wasn't clear. Exactly. And, and that's the yeah. frustrating part where it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. They made him out to be like, he had this essential role begging for attention, you know, from, from right. cops and stuff and just from the audience. But but like you said, n no payoff. No payoff. No payoff at all. Uh, how about you? Who, who was the worst character? Well, see, again, that's why that's why I got to say, like, there, there was really no worst character. I just think the characters weren't weren't allowed to be played fully as they could have been. I mean, even as, as the story used properly. Thank you. And even as Denzel's uh, ex-wife, the story with how they broke up could have been played out a little better and like where she was at now in the relationship. And maybe if she still had feelings, you know, like it, it just seemed like a lot of like half stories, you know, right? that didn't really pay off anywhere. Right. And, you know, those were maybe the little details they should have focused on. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much potential. I think I think the story had so much potential, but it Exactly. It just yeah. it just didn't fall all the way through. The scene. Ryan, uh, what scene did you feel uh, made this movie? Well, I like movie? right at the beginning for me. I think it, it grips you like right away. It tells you like there's this bad guy that is a little menacing. He's clearly creepy, and they're after him. And I think that I like the way that that movie just sets the whole tone. And, Are you talking? You're talking about the 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 chase scene with the uh, yes with the, the young chase. woman in the car, yeah, right, yeah, and then she's running around the building, and then you know she yeah. stops the trucker. I thought I thought that was awesome because it sets you up for like, oh wow, like you know someone yeah. had to do that, and it was just you know even the little things that she did to, yeah, that that got her setup. to escape. Yeah, I thought that 
totally set up the movie really well. And for Ryan, me, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me ask you something. Why why did she get out of the car? Why did she stop? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why me, did she keep on driving, man? Why did well she got out because she thought maybe someone was in there, but why do you leave yeah. the keys in the car? Like, you yeah. know, take the take the keys with you in case you gotta hop <laughs> back in there. You know, like yeah. I just didn't get leave it open like that. I'm like, all right, come on. That's a little too horror movie helpless yeah. um, you know. Like use some sense, you know. Do you, did you have to get that far away from your car? Why don't you honk your car yeah. like as soon as you yeah. pull up? Some some horror movie bad bad decision making. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, my scene that I thought made the made the movie was anything Denzel being detectivey. You know. <laughs> yeah. I think we needed more of that, like we were talking about before, more of him like taking command. Um, I think a good example of this was when he went into the, um, was it the AAA repair shop where we first see Jared Leto? And he, oh, and he, yeah. just, and he starts looking at the uh, list of names and stuff. Exactly. He just yeah. goes in there and he's taking command and just owning the room. And yeah, being, yeah that yeah. was awesome. That was really awesome. And you can yeah. tell, and you got that total cop vibe. Like that's exactly how it would go down, you know, with someone being that bravado and just talking and just, you know, making it seem really casual, but also letting you know something's up, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's him, I think in his element there and that's, we yeah. needed more of that. I think we didn't get enough. Yeah. I think uh, to me, Denzel plays an awesome cop every time. Like he, he's just, well, he does anything really great. Like I've, I can't say like I've seen him in anything really bad that I would wish he didn't do, but. Yeah, when he's in an action and like a cop scene like that, it just really just shows how how he can really command a scene. Worst scene. All right, Ryan, we've got the worst scene. Uh, what did you feel was the worst scene in this movie, and why? For me, it was the whole breaking into the uh, apartment when Deke breaks in there, and mm-hmm. all he finds is uh, newspaper clippings, and I was like, okay, so. Now what? You know, like it doesn't show. It doesn't show what what else he's gonna think of now. And like, even him frustrated that he just found newspaper clippings. It's, it was to me, it was just kind of like a waste. Like, okay, that was kind of pointless, and yeah. it didn't seem like uh, it didn't know where it was gonna go after that. I felt the worst scene was when Jim and Spar- Spar- Sparma uh, start digging in that field. That oh, whole yeah, system. that was pretty. Yeah, that was a little cringy. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't understand. It's like, where are we going here? You know, it's like, who would do that? Who's that? Who's what cop is that desperate? I mean, it it didn't exactly. make yeah. me believe that there were there's somebody that desperate that would do that. Yeah, let, and, let me and, go ahead and 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 let this guy watch me start holes. Yeah, like yeah. I, I didn't get that role reversal at all. I was like, well, that was that was a simple like, no, you do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like, was clearly, get... yeah, he was clearly egging him on, and and it resulted in nothing really. I mean, just right. killing off, killing off the Sparma character for nothing. What would it seem like? It was, it was disappointing, and not very satisfying. And yeah, not at all. I mean, flat, yeah, yeah. At least throw in some sort of other clue or something, or or maybe like even if he was going to mess with them have it be a different type of bone or whatever like at least give us some sort of payoff yeah i was i was waiting for a seven moment where it's like he digs up his wife or, or right or something, you yeah know what exactly. i mean cuz he did ask he, he was talking about their, their kids and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah 
yeah i was like oh man that'd be nuts if that happened but it didn't happen nothing happened yeah nothing at all and then i think that's that's just the total like i guess that's when the movie is trying to be like aha like you know guess what it's not what you thought it was yeah yeah or, but, but for the just for the sake of being aha uh-huh, that that's not what you thought it, not right it was without, yeah yeah like, without the payoff on. total waste of time <laughs> <laughs> all around <laughs> all around <laughs> poor rami had to dig those ditches for nothing <laughs> <laughs> work up a sweat you saw him sweat through that get shirt all, get, his, get his nice suit all dirty how dare they the message all right, the message, Ryan. Uh, what did you think the message of this movie was? I was really confused by the message because basically what I'm getting from it is a cab. Like you know, all cops are bad. Like <laughs> yeah. it's a conspiracy movie about a cop that accidentally killed a victim and then decides to cover up by killing some other guy that they don't even know is the killer. Like what the hell's going on here? It's just yeah. to me, it's a bad cover up story. There's a better way to do a cover up. And and to me, like if you are going to do a police, like, you know, a shady cover up, go all the way. Don't just half ass it and be like, well, they were doing it for a good cause or whatever. Just have it be like, you know, this guy's just a bad guy. Like he did in training day. Like that was awesome to me. Like that, that's more. Yeah. To me, that's more believable. That's more of a better story worth watching than to just have it be like, well, look at this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's like, it just seemed like, hey, cops are, you know, they're trying to do their best. You know, they, they have good intentions. But at the end of the day, it's like. Sometimes they, they mess up. up. <laughs> they mess up and then they look out for their own, you know. Yeah, they, and they got to cover their ass. What are you going to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all I got from this movie. Yeah, but like you said, I mean, if, if they were going to do this sort of cover up movie, they should have done a better job. Yeah, it just seems like don't we don't have this question morality more than it is like just tell the tell a good story either have it be the actual bad guy or have it be the cop that wanted to clear his name like it doesn't have to be this overly dramatic complex situation at least make it entertaining (laughs) yeah at least give us something (laughs) yeah something be like oh damn or holy shit but no we didn't get any of that could at least given us another body at the end yeah (laughs) the music uh, Ryan, what did you think of the music? Uh, I thought the music was okay. Nothing special. Nothing uh, Nothing that definitely distracted from the movie. I thought it fit well. It wasn't anything that almost seemed like it wasn't that well thought into like the rest of the movie. Like, you know, so <laughs> I, I can't really, you know, go one way or another with it. I thought it was fine. Um, they threw in a few 90s tunes, which is cool because it's set in the 90s. Yeah, um, I I did I did uh, specifically I did like Deacon's like oldies that he was playing. That I was think cool. that. I think that enhanced sort of his character, and I think it it made you sort of relate to him more, especially with those songs being you know so like universally familiar. I think you you get a better sense of 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 the kind of person that he is. I think that's what I feel with like with that. And uh, every time they played you know one of his oldie tunes, it it felt like this is like this is like Deacon scene where like. You yeah, know, living through him. That's basically. true. So, yeah, that, that, that's as far as I got. One thing that I did notice that I thought was kind of odd that they did put in there was how uh, they were playing one of Deke's song towards the end, and yeah. all of a sudden they mentioned like, "Oh, that's the end." Now we're becoming a radio talk station. So it's kind of like, oh, I didn't catch that. 
yeah, like to me, I was kind of like, well, it was like, is that like a metaphor, like of, of him being obsolete now, or like, you know, I don't know. It just kind of like, I just thought like that's an odd thing to kind of throw in because even when a radio station does end, they never like just switch hands like that, you know, like, right. you know, there's usually a process. So I, mm. I don't know. I just thought it was just kind of a funny thing to throw in. Mm, interesting. The looks. Art direction, cinematography. How did you feel uh, this movie looked? Uh, I love the looks. It was very LA, uh, totally Valley. Yeah. And, um, Hollywood. I thought, yes, definitely Hollywood. You can tell the backdrop. I, I did like it a lot. I thought it was done well. There was nothing that seemed out of place the whole time. And it, it, it was a good setting throughout the whole movie, I thought. Yeah, I agree. It was, there was a hint at the 90s. It wasn't overwhelming '90s like some no. some movies tend to do. Um, yeah, I think they could have played it up in 1984. It you know. With yeah, movies. yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they even I think they even could have played it up a little more. It I agree. I think so too. Yeah. It was almost an afterthought. Right, right, right. Yeah, but that that's it. Oh, other than that, overall, it was fine. Yeah. The ending. Ryan, did you like how this movie ended? <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked if it ended sooner if it was really that crappy. <laughs> it, it, I hated it. Like it was just kind of like you wasted my two hours plus. I could have been watching anything better than than this. I, I just hated the ending. Like to me, it just felt like the payoff just didn't didn't give it for the time spent throughout the whole movie. It, it had a great pace at the beginning. It slowly starts to die out, and then it just seemed like it completely dies at the end. Yeah, I agree, Ryan, 100%. Um, it, it seemed incomplete. There's no real conclusion. Um, still, like I said before, still a lot of questions. Yeah, like did the director um, get tired of filming it, and that's why we don't have these answers? Like what the hell happened? Yeah, it, it basically goes into like a big giant circle is what I felt. I mean, you have, you know, you have Deacon – you know, um, killing somebody by accident, having to cover up, having to cover up himself right. for it. or, And then we, we go to Rami Malek. At the end, he basically ends up in the same situation. So we got this big... Killing someone by know, accident. Deacon yeah. has to cover up for it. Yeah. It's like, exactly. what, is it, what is this circle back shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there's no progression. There's no... You know, there, there's, there's not much there. Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? We don't, we don't really is know. Is the killer still out there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then the whole the whole part with the uh, red beret, uh, red beret, that, that was that so he, that late. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, I was like, really, like, and and how does Rami not as a detective not realize it's a brand new freaking beret that he's like? Yeah, at? exactly. It Come was on. very clean, and and then like, there, I mean, there's what, no scratch on it, no nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and, even, like, and then no air dust, and then knowing the FBI is taking over, I mean, don't you think they might find? her body and maybe the red, the red barrette would, would probably still be with her in her right. hair or something, you know? I mean, yeah. And then amazing. what happens? Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. just very lazy, very like, eh, someone else's problem now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just at, at, at the end of the, you know, at the end of the movie, it, it's just, it just makes you feel not very good. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Like you don't feel good for the cops. You don't feel good for the killer. The, it was the real killer even caught? You know what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, 
it, it feels like one of those movies where it's like, well, y- yeah, you know, but that's life. Life is messed up. You know, things happen. It's like, but but it's a movie. That doesn't mean you it's know? okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a movie. Make me feel good, damn it. Yeah. Make me feel good. Like, hey, how about not making me feel crappier than I already feel for, <laughs> for a couple hours? <laughs> Would you watch it again? Uh, Ryan, would you watch this movie again? And how many times? I would not watch this again. (laughs) I was trying to think of something smart to say, but it's not even worth it. (laughs) Just like the, the, the direction in this movie, I'm too lazy to even think of something clever to say. So I'm just going to end it with no. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I, I, yeah, I have the same answer. No, no. The verdict. All right, let's uh, calculate our our ratings. I don't think it has to total that much. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom. (laughs) Uh, All right, all right. Let me explain the rating system at least. So uh, we're going to base it off of reels, Uh, one to six reels. One reel is garbage. Two reels is not good, but better than garbage, I guess. Uh, Three reels, eh, okay. Four reels, uh, it's worth your time. Five reels is great. Six reels is a perfect movie. Ryan, what do you give this movie? I got to give it, the movie is garbage. The acting is great. So for that, I give it a two. That's that's the best way I could describe it. Like, uh, it, it's if you like seeing your favorite actors act, you won't be let down by this. But yeah. if you're looking to get a good story out of it, no, don't bother. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, I'm close, I guess. I- I'd give it, just because of the acting, I'd give it a three. I think it's, eh, okay. Uh, you're not really missing anything if, if you don't watch it. But if you like these characters, or you, li- you like these actors and you want to see them in a movie, in a brand new movie that you haven't seen before, yeah. go for it. Just like manage your expectations and uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, like to me, it's like have your phone handy, be ready to fiddle with it during the movie, yeah, and just enjoy it or try to at least. Right. If you're doing something else, background, Good background, background movie, movie. yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, guess what, Ryan? Uh-oh. So I got I got a few fun facts. Ooh, fun like facts. <laughs> yeah, regarding this movie. So did you know the uh, writer director uh, John Lee? Hancock originally wrote this screenplay almost 30 years ago, back in 1993, which I guess sort of makes sense that it's set in that time period. Wow, I did not know that at all. Huh. Okay. So this was like sitting on a shelf for like 30 years, maybe, or he was tinkering (laughs) with it. 30 30 years, it probably wasn't long enough. He probably needed another like 10 to 15 to get it right, maybe. Can you give it a, yeah, at least five, bro. Five more, maybe you would have had something. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, he actually has some some pretty good um, credits on his side. So uh, he's he's directed The Blind Side. He's directed Saving Mr. Banks, The Founder. Um, so he he technically he knows what he's doing. It just I guess it just yeah, didn't work. And I mean, well, it's yeah. not that that you can't tell that he know, he doesn't know what he's doing in this movie at all. Like the movie is played out the way it plays out. It just seemed as a storytelling aspect wise, kind of uh, not wrapped right. up in in the best bow that it could have been. So, so the so the director part wasn't the problem; it's the writer part, probably. I think so. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And and one more fun fact: uh, Steven Spielberg, Clint Eastwood, and Danny DeVito were all originally attached to this to direct this movie. Wow! And, yeah, that's interesting, huh? Well, those are very LA directors that are very. Uh, you said Danny DeVito, Clint Eastwood, and who else? Steven Spielberg. Okay, well Spielberg is Valley, but who knows? Um, that's a very that's a wide gamut of different types of. Yeah, and, and those are different themes with each <laughs> with each director. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like I wonder, like, if a Danny DeVito version would be like a Get Shorty version, you know, with uh, Spielberg. Who knows what kind of version we would get out of that? Yeah, Clint Eastwood would probably get probably would gotten something a lot more gritty. Yeah, I think Eastwood would have definitely gotten a little more grittier with it. Could have been good. I mean, yeah. it's not that. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. interesting though right yeah yeah very interesting i like that fact i wonder it's just uh, a what if a good what if all right ryan that's it that's uh the little things we gave our opinions we gave our ratings and voila no more to no more to say good let's get away (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into something new that we're doing some uh movie news Right. <laughs> We're gonna stick with this uh, movie just uh, just for just, a little bit, just for yeah, just, just, <laughs> just for this one story. Um, so Denzel Washington had no time for Jared Leto's quote unquote method acting while filming the little things. Are you surprised? I am not surprised at all. Which is like I I was waiting for something to come out. I couldn't wait. Um, I understand that. Some people have to get into this to do what they have to do. But I mean, it's really no obligation of the rest of the cast to have to put up with this crap. Like, I get it. Like, and, you know, Jerry Little, he did do a good job. I thought his acting did do well. But I just think that everyone else has to suffer for his portrayal of art is kind of obnoxious and really yeah. just overdone. Yeah. Apparently, he stayed away uh, from him off camera. Good. They, they just like nodded. As they passed each other by, and <laughs> and that's about it. I mean, we have that famous um, incident with Viola Davis on the set of Suicide Squad, where she said that she had her pepper spray handy because yeah. uh, Jared was going a little over the top, um, giving weird gifts to like his uh, castmates and whatnot. So I, I, I like, yeah, I like people being called for their, you know bullshit when when it's necessary and this is yeah you can't can't do with denzel don't don't mess with denzel even alone never ever he's got an oscar like (laughs) how dare you (laughs) i think i think so does jared jared has an oscar and so does rami all three of them oscar winners i think but all right but still they're yeah but still maybe <laughs> but yeah. Denzel, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Jared Leto's Oscar is different from Denzel's Oscars. If Denzel starts giving uh, Jared Leto singing advice, then Jared can tell him <laughs> to piss off, you know. But <laughs> as far as acting, just leave Denzel alone, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Next story. Um, Zack Snyder. We have a date for the Justice League. Uh, Zack Snyder cut, which yep. is March 18th, HBO Max. You excited for that? Super pumped. Can't wait. All right. And he released um, a few posters uh, for the movie, some artwork. And it's everything you'd expect a Zack Snyder 
movie to be. Dark That's where and, I worry. Yeah. <laughs> dark and gray, black. Yeah, a little uh, emo. <laughs> yeah, a little emo, post-apocalyptic looking. and Right, and I was like, yeah. oh, all right, I guess this is where we're going. But you know what? I'm all in for as if how do you uh, fall off the floor, right? Based on the last Justice League movie. I think yeah. this will definitely be an improvement either way. So it's just fun to see what's what's ahead. Yeah, let's hope so. But but I, I guess, you know, we know what to expect. So maybe, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look at it and, you know, through a different lens. Right. Yeah, exactly. We already know it's going to be a little dark, a little gritty, just based on the visuals that we're already getting. So strap in, folks. <laughs> All right, um, Godzilla versus Kong trailer. Ryan, did you see this? Yes, and the more I see it, I get more and more pumped for it. I can't wait for this movie, and it's—I might try and find a screen somewhere and go see this on a big screen. Like this oh, really awesome! So, Ryan, uh, I guess a lot of people don't know, but you do work in uh, healthcare facilities, so you you are in the middle of of uh, vaccine vaccining. I guess so. Yes, maybe this this am, might be a, this might uh, be an option too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I can say about the vaccine that it does give me a little more confidence to get out there and like just go out and enjoy with a little less worry. It's not that I'm totally you know going out there without a worry in the world, but it does feel a little better that I got a little backup with me. Nice. And well, this. You're, you're, movie is definitely going to get me out there to want to go look for a big screen like even an outdoor screen would be really cool just to see yeah. a big kong and a big godzilla going at it it's just amazing well then you could be our man on the street sort of a uh, reporter and, uh, and and let us know how that went you got it i will be in the trenches giving you the lowdown and everything that's going with the movies out there in the public as soon as i get that second dose <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah, I, I felt uh, uh, this this movie does look exciting. Um, it was more action than anything else. We saw glimpses of the other characters, but it was it was all just Kong and Godzilla going at it, which which was great. Yeah, and what did you think about the uh, little other stories with like the doll being represented and uh, like the island? Like, I think that's a pretty cool aspect. What do you think? Yeah, that's cool. I, I I'm just curious, and you know how they put it all together. I mean, yeah. hopefully they do a good job, and you know, it'll turn out to be a really great movie. Yeah, I can't wait. All right, so the Matrix Four, we <laughs> we might have an official title. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that little Instagram fiasco I was reading about that uh, maybe she accidentally leaked the title. I guess. Yes, yes, it's a makeup. It was a makeup artist on the set. Uh, she received she received a some sort of gift from the movie. Yeah, the and, thank uh, you gift, right? Yeah, and there is a, a printed card that said Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, which uh, makes sense because uh, a lot of the characters are coming back. So if you're going to explain a way for them to come back, Resurrection is more of a better way than any other. You know, yeah. and it is a computer system, so why not? Why not? Makes sense. Um, Warner Brothers came out and said that, um, you know, refuted this and saying that the Matrix movie has not been named yet. So it remains untitled, according to them. Well, I mean, yeah, that's fine. I'm sure they are trying to just block the big secrets from coming out. But either way, knowing the cast and who's on board, you can just kind of speculate where they're going with this. And I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it's a it's a it's a story that pays off. 
Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, one more story, Ryan. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Apparently, it was watched a whole lot, even more than, than what they expected. Um, they were looking at over 2 billion... What was this? 2 billion uh, minutes? Two billion weekend. minutes in the first weekend, which is a weird, <laughs> which is a weird, <laughs> way, a weird to, way to explain that's a lot of use. <laughs> yes, yes, but hey, good for them, man. I mean, like I said, I mean, I didn't particularly like like the movie, but maybe I they're the explaining story. that not everybody finished it like the first. You know how it was so long, and how you have to watch it in parts. Maybe that's part yeah, of it. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. I mean, ho- hopefully, it means more Wonder Woman, which we should get just more better. Better yeah, better. better. But I think this is ultimately the big payoff about having movies being able to stream at home. Yeah. Is you get more eyeballs on it. You don't have to go out and that you can make it an experience at home. Not everybody wants to always go out. Some people just hate being out in crowds, you know, and that's okay too. But why rob the movie experience from them? I think I love the streaming ideas. I think it's long overdue. And hopefully the Wonder Woman 984 with these stats helps wake uh, the rest of Hollywood up to keep this a normal thing. Because to me, I mean, also, there's nothing that's going to take away from the movie theater experience. As much as I have streaming right now, I'm dying to go back to a big theater and see all this <laughs> stuff on the big screen. Like, I'll gladly pay to even rewatch some of these on a yeah. big platform, you know? And it, I think that sometimes uh, movie theaters get a little shy about, or I guess a little, I don't know. Timid. Thank you, timid about uh, their product, not realize all the big payoffs that they get from people that get to go to their movies and the experience. All right, everybody, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. Ryan, thank you so much. Yes, Eric, thank you. Another great episode as always. All right, so I guess we'll catch you guys next time. Adios. Adios, everybody. Till then. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan.